0: His great house, the
1: home of peace. Giving you supernatural strength. Supernatural strength to do things you have not been able to do. In Jesus' mighty name. Can we have our seats in God's presence? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, At intervals, you can be playing as the Spirit leads you. Let's minister together. As the spirit leads you. If you are tired, you relax. Continue again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was just while Pastor Biodo was praying, I was searching my spirit to be sure that that prophecy is still valid. You know, you have to be following God. You don't say because you have prepared a prophecy and you have to give it by force. If God is saying. That is not what I want to do now. You have to follow him. You know. Hallelujah. Wow. We'll be talking about faithfulness and our man of God, um, Pastor, started it last week. And so I'll just take it on from where he stopped last week as the Spirit leads me. Uh, I may not speak in a very arranged manner, But I will just talk. So I'm here to just um, open our eyes to reality of faithfulness as um, a believer. And we started with the local church. And we know that in the local church, like we shared, there are things you do in the local church. There are ways you behave in the local church. It is when you are planted in the local church, that is where your blessing is. And um, for your blessing to actually manifest, there are things you need to do in that place. It's in, it spoke about the seed. If you plant a seed, then you have to water the seed, right? And one thing about watering of the seed is that do you water a seed once and stop watering it? No. You are consistent with watering of the seed. That is faithfulness, actually. So I I know that I'll be speaking to learned people people who have gone to harvard you know and they are still planning to go to cambridge for their masters and they are planning to go to you know university in the moon for their phd and all that so i did my best to go and search for the meaning of faithfulness so that although i don't don't speak from my head if i go to the scripture so when i checked my I checked the internet that we all have, you know, I used to Google Wikipedia. It says, faithfulness is the concept of unfeelingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty into consistent practice regardless of extenuating circumstances. What does that mean? I don't know. But I believe it's something that is not palatable. Do you understand? So that means that when it comes to the, to faithfulness, faithfulness is not something you say, it is something you do. You do faithfulness. You don't come and say I'm faithful. I'm a faithful person. No. If you look at the story of the, the parable of the of the talent, we'll read it shortly. Can we go into it? Can we read it to our Bible to Matthew chapter 25? We'll be very fast with it, because I know I have limited time here. And that's what we can do today. We'll just stop there. Are we there? Okay. um, Can someone read for us? Matthew chapter 25, 14 to 30. If you are there, let me see you so we can hear your voice. I need to give you the mic.
0: Okay. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then 16 says, Then, then he, ha- he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them others five talents. And likewise he that received two, he also gained other two. But he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lord's money. After a long time, the lord of those servants commented and reckoned with them. And so he that received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Then he which he had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou hast an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strod, and I was afraid, and I went and hid a talent in the head. Lo, there thou hast, lo, there thou hast that is, my, is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slaughtered, servant, thou knewest that I have reaped where I sowed not, and gathered where I have not strod. Thou oughtest, therefore, to have put my money to the exchangers, and then, at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Take therefore the talent for him, and give it unto him which had ten talent. For unto every one that had shall that ha- that shab- be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that had not shall be taken away even that which he had. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness there shall be weeping and garnishing of teeth
1: thank you very much sir thank you so much all right so from what he read we saw that there was a master the bible said the not remember like a master who was going on a far journey and he called his servants called people okay he gave them talent the talent there is talking about it's talking about money actually in those days that talent means money. So, and we know the story. We were taught in um, Bible class and all of that, you know, and uh, while growing up. And you see, one went and he multiplied what was given to him. Another went, multiplied it. Then another did what? Went and hid one in the ground. And when the master came back, he called for accountability. He said, and he gave. He said to them, "Thou good and faithful servant, coming to the job of the Lord." Thou good and faithful servant, coming to the, the Lord. And the next one he said, "What?" He Said, "Thou wicked." I don't know what that means, but apologies. God gave you a gift. He gave you talent to do business with, to multiply. That when he comes back for accountability, you'll be able to give him something, and then you are now saying, "I know you are a hard man. You want to reap where you have not sown." So I'm your servant, Abi. You will be, I will be, I will be, be healing the sick. I'll be raising the dead. You'll be taking the glory. Me, I can't do that kind of business. So I want to take the glory. In the Bible, it said in Genesis, it said, "God created man his own image after his likeness." Instead, we should subdue and multiply, right? He gave us assignment to do. As we are studied here today, God has given us assignments to do on earth. You have work to do. He has given us things, given us responsibilities. And there is a base. There is a base. If you are in the army, for example, we all have a base. Before we are being deplored, to different, to St. Forest, to wherever forest, to go and fight. And after we are done for the day, we come back to our base. That base is the local church. But we all love giftings. We all love talent that God has given us. It takes faithfulness to the assignment, to your calling, to produce results. It takes faithfulness to your assignment, to your calling, to really produce the result that God wants you to produce. Because on the last day, it will come for accountability. You will give account. You are will say, hey, 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 this, church, this church thing has come. It's a blessing if you don't know. If not for the church, many of us will have been wasted away. We will never realize our calling. We will never fulfill anything. But the church has it's like it's a base where we have been trained and raised to do what we need to do out there. So if you are in this place today, congratulations. Because it is, a, it is a reawakening to us that we are not an accident. We are not mistakes on earth. We are here for a purpose. We are here on a mission. When I was in Baptist, I was in Royal Ambassador, and we have a song, our Hand anthem. R.E., we call ourselves R.E. He said, I am a stranger here within a foreign land. My home is far away upon the golden strand. Ambassador to be of rims beyond the sea. I'm here on business for my king. This is a message that I bring I'm a set angels. Mm-mm. That's it. Oh, be ye reconciled. Thus says my Lord and King. Oh, be ye reconciled to God. I think I have one or two brothers here. <laughs> All right. It's a song of responsibility. All of that shouting, Mora, hi, Mora, hi. Mora, hi for work. Do you understand? As a believer, we must understand that we are here for work. Like they will say, you are here to work. You are here on an assignment. I don't know what your assignment is here on earth. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, the, 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 the thing is that even some of us don't even care to know. You don't care to know your assignments. When I was checking for the um, synonyms of faithfulness, I found fidelity, loyalty, constancy, devotion, dedication, commitment, allegiance, dependability, reliability, trustworthiness, steadfastness, accuracy, truthfulness. Are you dependable? The calling God has given to you God did not call the pastor alone. He called you. He called you with an holy calling. He has called you for something. You will see somebody just dye his hair. A lady dye her hair. She's a Christian, no? God, God may have called her to go and witness to some area boy somewhere. And she has to look the path. Do you understand? She has understood her own assignment. We all have this. See, this body there is air, there is eyes, there is hand, there is leg, there is. In fact, even inside, we have intestine, we have liver, we have kidney. You call it kidney? I don't know where they got that from. Kidney, kidney. We have the lungs. We have things we cannot even see. We have the blood. We have different parts of our bodies that are very relevant. In the church, we have pastors, we have ministers, we have workers, we have vessels, we have uh, members, we have people who just—we all have—we all have work to do. And the fact that somebody is the one preaching here doesn't make the person greater than the person sitting listening. Do you understand? In fact, the work of the ministry—it is not for the pastors; it is for the members. The Bible says for the perfecting of the saint, he gave he gave he gave the gift to another apostle, evangelist, eh, pastors. You get my point? He said for the perfecting of the saint for the work of the ministry. That means perfecting of you 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 for which work, work of ministry. So you go and build what to go and the work the work of the ministry out there. So you are the one that receive ministry if you look at the uh, Nigerian government or generally, they appoint a minister, minister of finance. What does that tell you? You have a work of finance to do for the nation. So ministry comes from the, work, from the, from the word work, assignment, responsibility. So You have a ministry. Discover it. And if you take faithfulness on your part to so that assignment, to fulfill your calling, such that when God comes back to ask you for your report card, to give you your report card, you'll be able to do what? Father, yes, I did this, I did that. That's why you have to be in tune with God at every point in time. So as a believer, what do you do? In your local assembly, like in your church right now, you are supposed to be faithful, to receive the energy, to receive the power you need to go out there and dispense. And that's why as a Christian, you don't come to church and be like a Jessica in church. How can you come to training ground and, be, and just be doing anything in training ground? As he's playing that keyboard, that's his own work in the training ground. As you are listening, you are jotting things, you are getting... What I'm saying is not for everybody. You, you will get your own. You will, it may be just five minutes of the this, of this sermon that is for you. There may be everything. There may be two minutes. It may be one minute. May, it may be the song I've sung. But be sensitive at every point in time, be sensitive for your own word such that you can go through the week and deplore. Some of you just get to work tomorrow, and because you have heard you have heard something in church, you just get to work, and somebody said your colleague said he's sick or she is sick. You you don't need to say, Let me pray for you. Just start giving the person. Uh I don't know. Are you? I feel I can perceive that. I don't know. I think are you are you are you a twin? Uh, I'm a twin. I have a twin. Uh, how do you know? Your twin is she sick? Uh, oh, she's sick. Ah, I remember my family. How did you know? Um, I just while I was praying yesterday, I just your name just came to my mind, and I just thought I saw a twin person. Blah blah blah. And I felt let me pray for you, pray for her. Blah blah blah. And before you know it. The person, naturally the person doesn't doesn't believe in Christ, doesn't want to hear about Jesus, Jesus is calm and all of that. But because that just came from you. It will weaken the person's defense and by default you'll be able to even minister Christ. But that will not happen if you are a lackadaisical Christian in the first place. So Christianity, let me me quickly say this. This world we are living in is a battlefield, whether we like it or not. You cannot sit on defence. We are at war. W A R. We are at war, and we have been at war since, since the days of John the Baptist. He said, "The kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence take it by force." No be shiri It's not this. This this kingdom matter. The devil is so. Angry. So angry against it. So angry at it. And you now want to come and be doing, you know, like I would say to my friends back then, I said, when God sent the devil down from heaven, Revelation chapter 11, chapter 12, the Bible says, for you know not, you know that you have a limited time. I said, when God threw the devil down from heaven, the devil came me pen and paper. So when Imam said they made a paper, that was a lie. They invented they his own. why he came to type of itself. He wrote down strategies. How do I get human beings? How do I bring them down? Why did God send him down in the first place? Because he thought in his heart that he wants to be like God, and not for a good reason. Not from a good reason. From a place of ah. Ego, you know, just just have a selfish ambition. Like you have a boss, I want to be like my boss. Why? I want them to respect me too. I want them to bow to me too. I want to take the glory that my boss is taking. I want to, you know, you know that kind of thing. Those vain imagination in man, and it was thrown down. And the Bible says, in the book of in the book of Hebrews, talking about the fact that. He made man the center of his attraction, center of his attention. That throne is meant for man to inherit, right? But the devil wants to get there. But he said, which of the angels at any time have I called my son? So the devil is so ferociously angry at man, That he will go to any length to bring man down. He will do anything. He will use the music industry. He will use movies. He will use novels. He will use cartoons for children. Anything to bring man down. He will use anything to wire our mindsets. To wire our mindset against God. Who do you think will fight the battle of Amargano at the end? You think it's only the angels of the, only the fallen angels? Human beings will join the devil too. How do you how do you how do you raise a doctor? By education, by knowledge, by teaching them, right? You go to school for seven years to study cat and rat. And at the end of seven years, they call you Dr. Maxwell. Now you have become a statue. Doctor. you have any Anything? You, do. you go to school for three years, four years to study music. How to do la la la, lulu? Another four years, You call them do you understand? Experts in music. The same way, the devil is teaching people to become experts in wickedness and unrighteousness. You're not saying this thing we are doing is joke. It's not joke. The Bible will say, so by Joshua, by Joshua if you are not here, you will be there. You can't be in the middle. Enough of the lukewarmness in your life as a believer. It's either you are for God or you are against God. The devil must not win the battle over your life. He must never, We must not give him that permission to win. You have the permission. Everything you do must be in alignment to the kingdom. The Islamic people have their agenda. An average Muslim, they know what they teach them, they go to their base. They teach them something. They go out there, they deploy it. I was I was at, I was somewhere teaching yesterday in the church and I was t- telling the, the, the elder there and I was telling him that, what happened to Christ? What happened to in the name of Jesus when we finish praying? In Jesus' name, you are not Christian. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Amen. What's that? What happened to in Jesus' name we are prayed? We want to fit in. This is not the direction we're supposed to go, right? But I believe God is speaking to someone here. An average Muslim person will pray, do, 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 and they finish it with their whatever. Allah, whatever. And a Christian would pray. Father, we thank you. Oh, bless your name. Amen. What's that? Okay. oh, bless your name. In whose name? In your name? In anybody whose name? Because there are spirits in the atmosphere. Look. Are you sp- sp- praying in their name? Or in any angel's name? There's a reason for praying in the name of Jesus. When you come to a place, you come in the authority of that person. I know when you come, when you say, okay, Gwari sent me. Buari sent you, please. They give you the honor of Buari. And when you want to open doors in the spirit, you open them in the name of a name higher than every other name. When when demons when they hear the name of Jesus they what they bow so I come in the name of Ah okay oh, sorry that's why that woman in the Bible she was she wanted to cast out demons in the name that um, Paul and is it Paul and Peter no not Paul and Peter please oh, God have mercy <laughs> they were casting out demons was it is it uh, yeah, some of the apostles were the ones casting out the demon, and they want to now cast out the demon. But you know, Paul we know. Peter we know. All these people we know. Well, I don't know your own name more. So, name has an effect in the spirit realm. So, let me go back to where I'm coming from. I said all of that to let you know that as a believer, we are not in this world to
0: joke.
1: If you want to do fine girl, do it well. To the glory of God. Such that you will do fine girl. You will do everything. The Bible will say, I like you. I like you. I like you. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. As he your I, see, enter, I see, enter church. I try to bring me. And I try to. And there they get my fineness. You understand? You, 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 you see one fine boy. Um, uh, beards. Bearded gang. I like that brother's beard. Bearded gang. I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to. You see, I, I like you, I like you, I like you, I like you. Yeah, Enter, church. Enter. We must be wise as, as the serpent. The Bible said that. Don't, just, don't dress any as a Christian. It's part of what we must learn. Strategies of war. We are at war. Your dressing is a weapon of war. Your looks, weapon of war, don't dress. And if i are not fine, this shot, we'll send you away. It's true. You must be handsome. You must be beautiful. If they say, thank you, wonderfully made. If they say, if, if they say skincare products is for the devil, don't mind them. We, we are using it here. We. Write it and use them. You must be fine. Fine air. They are required. Use it. Do it. If you want do you understand me? Because we are not yet to joke. But we know we are doing things within limits. We don't do things anyhow. Right? So that you are wearing those, not that you wear them anyhow. We We, say we need to wake up. We need to wake up. Yeah, Christian, you're not be wearing tired of and now because Jesus said, if you wear jeans, go to a fire. But people, other people are wearing it. And they are pulling us up and down. Pulling pulling, pulling crowds from the church. So, if God has given you any gifts, be faithful to that gift. Be faithful to that assignment. Be faithful to God. Because God will come back and you will give account. I gave you beauty. I gave you fineness. How did you use it? Hey God. I thought if I'm too fine, I will go to hell. Ah. If my... Let me give you an example. I may be standing on conventional. Banks, if they want to, those days, if they want to do marketing, who do they put there? Try fine girls. Why? Because they know there are some, some, money on, some brothers and uh, on serious married men that will drop their money because of that alone. Do you understand? You may be unconventional. Whatever gift God has given to you, don't waste it. And that is why in the church, be diligent in the church. When you come to the training ground, make sure that you are getting all that you can get. Part of the attitude of a faithful person is that you are faithful, you are committed to where you worship. You are committed to the doctrine in, the place of, in, the, in, the, in your place of worship. Because as a soldier, you know that if you go out there, the enemy can devour you. So when, when your, whatever they call them, your, your, your commander is telling you, when we are going, our formation, you go left, you go right, you go center, You will not say, no, if you reach there, I want to do circle. You see this stray bullet that will come for your head. We still don't press up. That means you have to be diligent. When they are giving you the instruction, you are attentive. You are attentive. Okay, okay. You don't want to miss it. Because the devil is out there. They are doing their camp meetings too. I was on Instagram and I was seeing one where they do one camp meeting. I one one beach like that. And they were shaking the glory of God, you know. Ah, and I'm like, camp meeting. They do camp meeting. So they camp them. You know what camp meeting means? When you did NYLC, you were there for 21 days, Abby. You know how your mindset just changed in that 21 days? You know that you used to sleep like you sleep like like elephants before to the glory of God. Does elephant sleep? I don't even know. Right? Once you hear, be sleeping. The water they will pour on your head. Give it two days. We adjust. Your body will package. The the third day like this. Oh, these people again. Be hungry, but you will still stand up. Four days, five days, six days, seven days, you are used to it. And if it's time for food, Another one. Once you miss that one, you miss your food. God will help you. When you are leaving Lagos or wherever you're coming from to, to the camp, they gave you only 2,000 Nera. Ebiakwa? Let me know how many, many minutes more, anyways. The Ruba will say, Boto, Boto. So, if you love yourself, you do what? You are attentive, you learn all those signals. Like you, don't, you don't miss out on anything. You participate in the camp. So that you can get out the full benefits. So part of faithfulness, like I was saying, is that you are attentive to teachings in the church. You are committed in the church. You are not just there. And if you are a Christian, you are thinking of leaving the church. Ah! You are a believer. You are in the church. You are thinking of leaving the church. The Bible says in the book of John, we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. You know what it means to draw back to perdition? It's not, not small, small. Small, small. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like what they are doing in that church. Offense will be entering your heart. They did not even greet me very well. They never not even talk to me very well. You are still discussing the relevant matter. We are talking about war. We are at war. You are talking about they did not greet me. It's something... We are talking about how we're going to take over the kingdom for, for God. You are discussing that, eh, they did not greet me. When I got to that church, nobody said I. When I got to that church, nobody said hello. Ah. That spirit of Beyoncé in your life will cast it out. Hello, ni. Do you understand me? We need to, we need to come up higher. Come up higher. We need to start thinking like God. We, we are saved for a reason. We are saved to come to the knowledge of God, to become like God, to function like God. So you have to start thinking like God to do like God. To so leave all those that did not greet me, did not teach me, did not nobody check on me. Uh-uh. It is a time of battle sang song, which is a time of battle. i mean, it's a song of battle. I shall hear back to so you as you are right now, you are a soldier. You are a soldier in the army of the Lord. Whether you do tinted hair, whether you wear crazy jeans, whether you wear ripped, ripped, is it like ripped, whether you do whether you pierce your hair, whether you do anything, you are in the army of the Lord. You there is no turning back. You are a child of God. Don't let the devil tell you otherwise. And you have to be committed. Thank you. You have to be committed. Whew. And if you are in the camp, if you are in the camp, you don't shift base. You don't go from church to church. Uh, today, I'm in base one. Tomorrow, I'm in base two. That's not a soldier do. You stay in your base to get all that you can get. Right? You stay in your base to get all that you can get. And once God has called the place your church, once God, you and God have finalized it, that God has told you, this is where you should be going now. This is your pastor. This is your community of faith. Just gently stay here and be receiving because that is where your blessing is, for example. you get my point that's where your blessing is. when I was in um, one of my church then I was in Christ Embassy, and my, one of my, my pastors there was telling me that telling us that that where he walked today, that was where he joined. He has been there for i think 21 years. that means when he came out of NYC he just it was washing um was washing clothes as a young copper just saw one newspaper, just saw some one job, he applied. The P was there. When it was there after like three or four years, the company was dwindling and all of that. And they got an offer to go to a company in the Middle East. Is it all these Bahamas? The Bahamas like Jamaica is it what's that country called? Thailand, blah blah blah. I forgot I forgot to know, but the Bahamas. Right? That those countries that water disturbed them. And then he just sensed in his spirit that no, stay in this place. He stayed there. The company survived. Some people left. After some years, he learned that where he was trans- where, he w- where he got the offer, uh, there was a flooding in the environment. Flooded job place. That means he could have got the job, could have died in the flood, he would have lost this place. What is there today is one of their top executives in the company. I won't mention the company's name. It's a very popular company. So, when God calls a place your place, it is your place. Whatever is happening there, stay there. It is your planting place. A tree will not say, ah, I'm on the soil here. It's not good again. Let me shift. Let me shift. You will stay there. Now, if, if the wind is coming, the best you can do is to be resilient move left move right move left. when you stop you stand by again because that is where your, your your blessing is so part of your faithfulness skill is resilience so because something is not going well in your place of worship doesn't mean you not change church doesn't mean you change base you stay here and i mean when I say the training is too much let me change base. I think I will stop here. I will stop here. I have other things to say, but I will stop here. I want us to pray that God, you will yourself teach me faithfulness. That you will teach me to be committed to the assignment you have called me to do. You will teach me to be faithful to my place where you have planted me. You will teach me to be obedient to your word. You will teach me, Lord. You will teach me, Lord.
0: His great house, the home of peace.